This is episode 405 with Scott Donnell. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Ready, beautiful? Guess what, my friends? My third physical book, Comparisonitis How to Stop Comparing Yourself to Others and Be Genuinely Happy, is out right now. I am so excited and I cannot wait for you to read it. Honestly, I could not be more proud of Comparisonitis. Number one, New York Times best-selling author and social media sensation Jay Shetty said, Never before has a book been more needed. Future generations will thank Melissa for shining a spotlight on comparisonitis. And multiple New York Times best-selling author Gabby Bernstein said, Since Melissa refers to people who have recovered from comparisonitis as unicorns, I suppose that makes this book a sort of unicorn training manual. I'm so grateful that such a manual has arrived. It's been infinitely helpful to me. My hope is that the same holds true for you. If you want to finally free yourself from comparison, fall madly in love with yourself and experience genuine deep happiness like never before, this book is for you. If you want to be a better friend, partner, parent, family member, colleague or human, If you want to experience genuine happiness, have more energy to go after the things that truly matter to you. If you want to free yourself from expectations, unleash your creativity, feel more liberated than you've ever felt before in your life, be free to live your life for you and no one else, feel peace deep from within, truly appreciate your body and your life, experience a radical shift towards authenticity, and unleash the courage to go after your dreams, then head to comparisonitis.com and get your copy and all my awesome extra goodies that I've created for you for free. Not only do you get the book, you will get the official Comparisonitis workbook, a gorgeous Comparisonitis wallpaper for your phone, my ebook, How to Create a Soul-Expanding Comparisonitis Book Club, Not one, but two of my brand new 8D Zentone Advanced Brainwave Technology Meditations, which will give you one hour of meditation in just 11 minutes, plus two never-been-heard-or-released-before interviews with global spiritual thought leaders. Just head to comparisonitis.com and please share the book on social media and tell me your top takeaways. I cannot wait for you to read this book. Welcome back to another episode of the Melissa Ambrosini Show. And yes, this week you have me again. My name is Nick Broadhurst. I am Melissa Ambrosini's husband. Just jumping in and helping out while Melissa is on maternity leave, which kind of gives me the excuse to dive into some of the topics I love. And I know, I know you guys are going to absolutely love this episode. So this is interesting because, okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I love a good biohack. I just do. I love just pushing my body and seeing what it can do. And 
I was recently sent this device called a Happy, which is H-A-P-B-E-E. And I didn't know what to think at first because it sounds like, I don't know, it sounds too good to be true. Their tagline is essentially, this device allows you to choose how you feel. You can choose your mental state. Okay, I'm thinking, mm, that's a big promise, right? And so I put it on and I tried some of the different signals and you'll learn all about this in the episode and I talk about my experience. But guys, I was shocked. I was actually shocked. Now, one of the things I love taking is CBD. Okay, CBD oil, I love taking it. I think it's a really powerful tool in the biohacking, general wellness, health and wellness toolkit. And one of the signals that this device has is the signal of CBD. Now, I put this on at a time where I would usually take CBD, but I felt the exact same benefits from the device. It's really bizarre. And you'll hear me talk about some of the other signals I used on my body. And guys, I was shocked. I was really shocked. And this is a device that is not that expensive, really, when you think about how much it costs to buy supplements. So we'll dive into all the different things this can do and where this technology is headed. But I promise you guys, this is super fascinating. It's not just about the device. It's about the future. This is like, I won't say the future of medicine because this is not a medical device as such, but it's the future of wellness, in my opinion. If you're interested in health, interested in wellness, interested in biohacking, interested in mental health, mental states, whether it's focus or alertness, feeling calm, feeling peaceful, feeling sleepy, whatever it is, guys, this stuff is crazy, seriously crazy. So today's guest is Scott Donnell. Scott is the founder at Happy Technologies, and it was his personal passion for healthy living that led him to create the wearable device that I just spoke about, the Happy, H-A-P-B-E-E. And this device has over 15 years in magnetic fields and frequencies that basically help you feel better. Previously, Scott founded a fitness and fundraising program for schools called Apex Leadership Company, which has raised $75 million and now has 115 franchises and 3 million customers. He has 10 years of experience building over 80 consumer products and has collaborated with many other world-class experts in the frequency and energy space. Scott strongly believes that the field of frequencies has the possibility to change the way we see the world, our bodies, and the future. And guys, I have to agree. I've been using this device for a couple of weeks and I'm blown away. And that's why people like Dave Asprey, who you may know from the show, have invested in the company. People like Jim Quick and Jim Carrey and a whole bunch of people are going nuts over this device. It's super exciting, guys. And the future applications for this technology will blow you away. And it wasn't just this device we spoke about. Scott, he's a dude. Like, I have a feeling we're gonna be mates. One of those people you just want to chat with is super passionate, super authentic, and is just doing something which he loves so much. And we speak about this. We speak about being on purpose, having a life of purpose, how to find that thing in your life that you love, that lights you up, that gives back and serves the world. There's so much gold in this episode. It sort of took me by surprise. It was so, so, so good. So without further ado, let's jump into episode 405 with Scott Donnell. Scott, welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. It's great to have you. That's so good to be here. Thanks for having me, Nick. 
So before we dive into this subject matter, which I've got to tell you, I'm super excited about. I've been personally diving into this myself lately. Tell me, what did you have for breakfast this morning? <laughs> what did I have for breakfast? I had eggs. This is not this is not typical because we're on this like travel trip, and so we're making ends meet. Leftover steak and eggs and a banana and peanut butter. That was my breakfast. Well, that's, that is one of the more original ones for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I have been doing intermittent fasting though. I mean, if you go, you know, eight eating, 16 off, it resets so much of your body and your mitochondria. So good for diet. It's great for firing neurons. It helps your thymus gland. So I try, you know, one of my good pals is Dave Asprey. I'm sure you know, Mr. Bulletproof himself, the biohacker founder. He is big on intermittent fasting. That's kind of his, his new book, Fast This Way. He's one of my closest buds and first one of the first investors in our tech, by the way. So good. Yeah. We tried the alert signal that comes directly from coffee in the back room of a conference room in Seattle one day. And it was before we had our product or anything. It was the first prototype. And he immediately, within 30 seconds, said, this is going to absolutely change the world. And you have to get this happy tech out. And I'm, I'm the first one in, let's go. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> yeah, we've had Dave on the show. And now when you mention the, the alert signal, that won't mean much yet to the listeners. So before we get to happy, your company, the signals, all these sorts of things, let's hear about your journey a bit. Because we had a chat last week, we sort of caught up and and connected over just to you know get to know each other. And you mentioned to me a lot of different things that you're doing, right? So you seem to be super entrepreneurial, which is cool, right? It sort of reminds me of me. If I wasn't a musician, I'd probably be doing 20 different projects. That's probably a good thing that I am a musician. <laughs> it keeps me in my lane a little bit. But tell me, how does this look for you to end up where you are now with Happy? Like, What's your journey been to, to get here? Yeah. So I, you know, I wish I was a musician. I can sing okay, but I am creative like you and I'm a problem solver. So entrepreneurship just fell right into my lap. I love starting businesses. I love creating self-managing companies, building great teams, been doing it for about, well, actually my first business was in third grade. I was making bead gecko keychains and, uh, having my classmates make them for a quarter and we'd sell them door to door. And eventually I actually got suspended because the principal didn't like that all my friends were not going to recess and lunch and they were making bead gecko keychains. So anyway, I've had the, the gene, batteries included my whole life. And um, I just love solving problems. And I love having businesses that solve those problems for millions of people. So first one out the gates was because of my dear wife, Amy. She was a teacher, first grade teacher, and she was trying to raise money for a bunch of her students. And we started a company to help her school raise money called Apex Fun Run. And uh, long story short, it's leadership, it's fitness, it's a two-week program where we bring in like young athletes like right out of college to teach the kids all these character lessons and it ends with a big fun run, right? Blow up tunnels and just so much fun. And we did it at our first school and the first school made $50,000. And it was over twice as much as they'd ever raised net after their expenses before. So we knew we kind of had something that was a win-win-win and it blew up. So we have a hundred and something franchises now all over the country. We've served almost 4 million kids, elementary and middle school kids. And it's been an amazing business. And then in about 2016, 2017, that 
company, I brought in a CEO and a, a good leadership team and they're running it today. Still own it. It's a great business. And it freed me up to launch my next company, which is the one that we're talking about today, Happy Technologies. And that's sort of, we can talk about that story in a minute, but I've also got a banking app called My First Sale com for kids to learn about financial literacy. It actually helps them make money and spend it with a debit card and an app. That's on myfirstsale.com. And then uh, we're actually launching comic books too. <laughs> we want to tell the world's greatest stories. So Simon Sinek and the founder of Comic-Con, Garib Seamus, we're, we're launching some really fun mobile franchises and teaching people we, we kind of want to create the next Marvel universe. If you know about the MCU, Garib, my partner, was really good friends with Stan Lee. And uh, when Stan Lee passed, there's really no, there's no one to take the baton. And so we, that's Garib. So we're going to be building the next MCU for the future. Wow. That's pretty diverse. I love telling stories. Yeah. I love something that can change hundreds of millions of lives for the good, for positivity, for, for reducing pain or suffering. Helping with childhood development, I think, is one of the best investments we can make in all of the world. And then again, with the, the fitness and mental wellness of the happy product. I've, I feel like they are crazy, but they're almost crazy enough to sort of be in the same vein. So here we are. I know we're focusing on the happy product today, but I do want to just touch on something we spoke about last week. And you said to me, does my son use the three jars? You know, this is for saving, spending, and giving money. And in Australia, we have a guy called the Barefoot Investor. Mm. And he honestly has had a huge impact on our life, actually. His book's been really fantastic. And he has the Barefoot Investor for families. And he teaches the three jar method, which involves physical cash, right? Now, I know a lot of Melissa's listeners will have children. So I just want to touch on this because I found this really interesting. My first sale is actually, because uh, you said there was something a bit flawed with that three jar method. Can you talk us through that? Because I found that really interesting. Even if you could just explain what the three jar method is as well. So people- Yeah. So three jars basically is a way to teach your kids how to save, share, and spend right? Saving would be like investing, planning for the future, mm -hmm. sharing. We actually say the word share instead of give because sometimes if people, kids feel like they're giving something, it's like it's lo they're losing it. So we want to teach kids to share what they have with other people. And that's the charity mindset. That's you know giving. You want kids to have a generous mindset from the get-go, which I think all kids do and they, they relate well to it. And then spending. How do you spend wisely? How do you set goals? Now, traditionally, that's a great way to teach your kids. If you have three jars and you give them $10, then they split it up amongst the three jars. But that's a great concept. But then what we found is that in the digital world, most people are spending, they don't, they don't use cash anymore. Parents use credit cards and checks and auto debits and payments and monthly subscriptions and things like that. And the kids don't see it. And it's hard for a kid to connect to a physical dollar to a digital world. And so what we're building in our app is basically a way to link that bridge. A lot of parents have this pain point of like, how do I figure out allowance or chores or have my kid learn to earn and make money, not just me hand them money? And then how do they spend it well in the digital world? And so what we're doing in our app is it's basically teaching them to make money with revenue streams, gigs and products and chores and things like that, and then manage the money, right? The three jars digitally. So in the app, you'll see it visually move between saving, spending, and sharing. And then parents have full visibility, admin permissions, and then the kids get a debit card physically that they can use to spend just like a bank account would. So we're kind of reimagining banking because for the next generations, 
they're no longer thinking about cash. They need to understand the digital world. And so we're going we're gonna to link that bridge. So it is being built right now. My first sale is where kids can go to actually launch their own little business if they want. But if people want to join, we're actually getting a thousand families as our beta testers, and we're going to give them access. If people just want to email info at myfirstsale.com and just mention us on the podcast and say, I'd like to be a part of it with my kids, we'll, we'll throw you in the, the first thousand families to have this app and use it. Oh, it's so cool. Just a gift to your audience. Thank you, mate. That's so cool. Because you mentioned that when you use the three jar and you're using physical cash, you have to then take the cash out technically to put it in a bank and it sort of feels like you're stealing from your children, right? Well, we talked with tons and tons of families and kids and they actually had a negative view of money. When we got to figuring it out, like what's your negative view, right? Because some kids, all they want to do is spend money. Other kids, all they want to do is save money and hoard money because they're worried. Other kids, they, they want it for a status symbol or they just want the shoes, whatever it is. But a lot of kids have a negative view towards money because in their, in their home, it's not talked about. Parents don't know how to talk about it. Sometimes fights come from money in marriages and kids see that. Sometimes money ruins families. You come from a lot of money and two generations later, it's all gone and everyone's divorced and addicted to drugs. So kids pick this up and they get these negative money mindsets. And so especially when you take the money out of their three jars and you go create a bank account with it, the kid literally feels like you took their money. Like, where's my money? Wh- where did it go? You d- it just disappeared into nowhere. And so what we're trying to do is educate the children in financial literacy, right? How do you invest? How do you spend? How do you use this, you know, the digital world to be able to make and manage your money? And we're going to rethink everything, man. Like it's no more invoices. Like you can hire Eddie in the app to, do, to rake your leaves down the street, or he can sell a product, or you can give him a challenge to make a little extra money. But it's all going to be reimagined. So the, like cartoons and newsletters and avatars coaching the kids. And, and it's just really fun, like medals and gamification. That's what kids need because it's not about money for the kids. It's about learning these lessons for life. And you have to make it really, really fun for them. It's one of the things in school that's so missing, you know, is any sort of financial literacy. It's, it's shocking, actually, how bad it is. But it's, you're trying to ask teachers to talk about money. And a lot of times teachers are struggling to figure it out themselves. Everyone's struggling to figure it out themselves. You know, you, you need, we need to combine wealth management with education, primary education, but we just, we haven't bridged that gap yet. And I think it's because money is such a private thing, but at the same time, money is uh, really a tool to get what you want, right? And so instead of having a negative view of money, we should have a positive view of, of it's just a measuring tool at the end of the day. It's not an end in itself, right? And we can learn about money in a healthy way to be able to create things that help the world, to be able to provide for our families, to be able to get things that we feel like could make our lives better. Like that's, money's a great thing. You know, we're not in the barter age for a reason. (laughs) We've moved on, but I think kids need to learn to harness that at a young age, right? Like we've got tens of thousands of kids launching businesses on my first sale. And these kids are at like $5,000 in t-shirts or $8,000 in candles. And they just make their own product with their own two hands and they sell it to their family and friends and neighbors. And they get this confidence that is like for life. They're like, I'm not worried about the future. I'm not worried about a job. I, I don't, who knows what I'm going to be. But now I know that I can, I can create something out of nothing with my own mind. And that, that is an unlocking belief that really, really would help the next generation. So our goal is 10 million kids all over the world to start to teach them financial literacy. So there's, that's, the, that's that one. <laughs> 
that's a whole other podcast, really. And maybe we maybe we do maybe we do that one day. But yeah, let's shift gears. You know what I'd love to do for fun? We do these business fairs where we get a big you know a big audience of families with their kids, and we do like an, a live training to teach the kids how to like do their own business, and then we actually do a like on Zoom a business right. fair where all their friends and family can come buy their stuff. So if you ever want a free training for your for your audience, I'm happy to come and teach you guys about the five P's of entrepreneurship and how parents can talk to their kids about money. Amazing. We'll definitely take you up on that. Thank you. So let's shift gears to happy. Let's spell that as well. It's H-A-P-B-E-E. So it looks like HAP B. Yeah. The logo is a B for anyone who's watching. It's just a simple little B. <laughs> Tell us about happy. So how did this come about? Because it's, I mean, I love a good biohack, right? Like I'm, I'm all over it. I, I'm, I've got a man cave with all the tools. I've got, you know, I'm wearing an Apollo Neuro on my wrist right now. I love a good aura ring. Aura ring. Yeah. We've spoken about that. I got a constant glucose monitor in my arm. Oh, yeah. Interesting. We, we love biohacking. You're, you're definitely doing intermittent fasting then if you've got glucose monitoring. <laughs> this is fascinating because it's a different type of tech I'd never come across before. And at first I was kind of like, trying to get my head around it because I didn't, I hadn't seen it. Right. So tell the audience what is happy and how did this come to life? Happy is a revolutionary technology that uses very, very precise signals to help your body feel a certain way on command. So if you put this around your neck or on your forehead, you turn on the app and what we've done in our labs over 18 years, that's why you haven't heard of this because it's been 18 years under wraps. We have been, you know, 38 patents and $80 million into the tech now. Basically, what we can do is we can help your body get the effect of an everyday drug molecule, right? These simple over-the-counter, like caffeine, right? A cup of coffee. You can, that's the alert signal we mentioned earlier. You can now basically tell your cells to, you can play a signal, a very precise signal that comes directly from these molecules onto your cells, and they will start to respond and trigger receptor sites and cause a response in the body as if you had a cup of coffee. Or if you like coffee, like I do, just have one cup instead of four or five. And you can have this elevate you throughout the day, right? Not everybody has a cup of coffee at the ready throughout the day. And so with what we're seeing is people are using this for not just, you know, to help their morning cup of coffee to be alert in the morning. They're using this for focus. We have a nootropic if for people who don't know what a nootropic is, it, it's certain receptor sites that trigger memory, trigger focus, give you a, like a focusing buzz uh, throughout the day. Completely healthy, completely safe. And uh, people use it for emails or even podcasts. I was playing the focus signal right before this meeting. And we have one for sleep. For those, you know, there's a lot of moms that use this who are tired, kids run around and they throw this under their pillow and it plays melatonin, the, the magnetic signature of melatonin to help them get a, a great night's sleep. And if you watch your aura ring scores or you track your sleep, you'll see the difference right away. And there's several different categories that we've launched, but those are some of the main ones. We have one for relaxation as well. It's an endocannabinoid trigger, helping people just relax their body. That helps with aches and soreness as well, like a post-workout. People love this for travel. Anyway, so that's the technology. How I got to be in charge of it is insane. It's another story which you'll probably ask me next, but it really is, and I've seen a lot of tech, man. It is the coolest tech on the face of the planet right now. And all of our friends from Peter Diamandis to Dave Asprey to Jim Quick, all these guys, Jim Carrey called me at, from a no-caller ID number the other day just to try to talk to who the hell invented this thing. 
that was it. And someone texted me before and said, he might call you, but it's not going to be a number you're going to trace. It's going to be a random number. And I got the call and we talked for an hour about this. He loves it. And he's just like, I got to know what, what the heck you're doing. And so, yeah, it's, it's an incredible technology. Basically, it's using this technology called magnetometer technology. The Navy has used it for decades. Uh, and we innovated that technology to be able to listen in at a, a molecular level to get the resonance of certain compounds and play them onto your body. Pretty cool. So I want to go back a little bit because we we had this conversation last week and I found this fascinating because I had read about storing the signature of certain drugs in water and then they were doing trials where people were taking the drug and people were just having the water and having the exact same effect. Now, I know this is a bit, well, it has similarities, but I found it fascinating about the, the different types of drugs, how they influence the body and how you've actually implemented some learnings from that into this. Talk us through that whole process because I found that really cool. Yeah. So, you know, Dr. Gerald Pollack, he was actually an early advisor in our company and we've, we've done all the experiments on water. Best I can guess is it's probably about a quarter as effective as what we're doing because we're just playing the signal directly onto your body through a field, right? Ultra low frequency, ultra safe, no side effects, nothing to metabolize and digest, but it works. It, it works powerfully for a lot of people. And the, uh, when you put on water, it, it can quickly dissolve and dissipate. And so you will get some residual, but it's inferior to, to getting it straight to your body over a time period with nothing in the body. So, but yeah, it's, it is a similar technology. I think you're, I know you're talking about the water tech group, similar background technology, but just a different way of uh, putting it onto the body based on efficacy. But yeah, I mean, just a couple minutes on the science here. There are, you know, let's go back to 10th grade chemistry for a minute, but there's uh, covalent bonds and non-covalent bonds in the body. And covalent bonds are a physical bond and non-covalent bonds are just a charge. It's electrons. It's basically a resonance, free-ranging electrons that cause an effect in your body. So a lot of people don't know this, but if you take ibuprofen, for instance, ibuprofen is a non-covalent bond. It dissolves and sends electrons to your cells, to your receptor sites to cause a change in the shape and cause an effect in the body. Okay. There's a lot of drugs like that. And in our labs up in Seattle, Washington, we have 15 PhDs, including the Dr. Kenneth Ferguson, the man who brought uh, Cialis to the world, which is credibility right there. Uh, he's a, he's a world-class scientist. He and his team of physicists and biochemists and doctors built this technology to basically be what we hope to be the future of feeling good, right? It's not drugs, but it can help you with diet, can help you with relaxation and sleep and productivity and energy and fat burn. We're, we're working on that in our labs right now. Even sexual health. There's so many things that this technology can do that I could not help but join the team. I did not invent it for anyone wondering. I'm not the scientist, but I had the vision of how to bring this to the consumer market. So that's why I'm here. So essentially what this is doing is using electromagnetic, is it a frequency or? Fields. Electromagnetic field, okay. Yeah, it's a field. So this is the first question everybody asks is, is it safe, right? What about EMF and all that kind of stuff? Great question. You know, my cell phone is putting out 500 megahertz of uh, pinging thousands of satellites and giving off a, a radiation. I would put this in the be careful category, right? You know, I've got a blocker on here. There's a lot of things you can do to protect yourself from EMF. but there's also good EMF. So your brain throws off electromagnetic field, okay? Your heart throws, this is how your cells communicate. 
This is how your neurons fire. Your body gives off a field. If you didn't know that, any electrocardiologist can put something over your heart and see the reading that's coming out from your heart. So we all have, you know, if we're healthy, 70 megahertz, this is how our body communicates. And we look at this as just another delivery mechanism that's without metabolic side effect, without digestion, without putting chemicals and things in your body, right? Like if you have if you have five, six cups of coffee, you have, you're going to have diarrhea and shaky hands and probably gut rot for the rest of the day, right? With the alert signal, we have, you know, average customers right now are using it five, six hours a day. If they like the signal, they're using it for that long. And it's helping them get through their day and engage more in the day and feel better without any, anything in their body. And so that's why we think that this is more powerful for you. I actually think that the delivery mechanism of a drug or a, an injection or a pill or a powder or whatever, that has more problems than anything else, right? We're just thinking about this from first principles, physics first principles. What's the best way to help someone feel better for the cheapest, for the easiest, and the fastest? And we think we found the solution for that. Another signal we have, by the way, is our happy signal. It comes from like a happy hour shot of alcohol, like a drink. It kind of gives you a little flush, a little giggle, it takes the edge off for sure but there's nothing in your body. If you drank real alcohol, which I still love a good glass of, you know, whiskey or, you know, my wife loves gin and tonics and loves a glass of wine. If that goes through your liver, you're going to pump out formaldehyde, okay? That's what happens. That's the byproduct of when this stuff enters your body. And, you know, there's so many health benefits to turning to something that is a signal or direct stimulation, this, this whole industry that's growing where you're not having to put those things in your body right? We've, we have a lot of people that are turning to this instead of other things. Now, it's fine to elevate what you're doing. I don't want to make people stop drinking coffee or stop having a good, you know, happy hour drink or with your friends. Like, that's great. But if you want to complement it with this, enhance it with this, great. That's, that's, the, that's the point. And you're not going to have those things readily available all the time. And think about how much money you spend at Starbucks and happy hours and people that start smoking cigarettes. Don't even get me started on that. That's a ridiculous habit that needs to stop right now. We have a lot of smokers that, you know, they, they turn to the app because it helps them get a nice nootropic buzz to be able to focus. They don't have the smoke in their lungs. So yeah, there's just a lot of benefits. It's hard to drill into one, but that's what we're building here. It's like a platform technology. So let's talk about the actual device itself because it's a, it's a pretty space age looking thing, right? Like <laughs> I know you said to me, this is kind of like your, your first iteration and it's going to evolve and, and change, but let, we'll talk about that actually, how it is going to look in the future for happy. But right now, talk us through this device. Cause for those who can actually see this interview, cause we'll do a little social media share and people will see this around your neck, but how does this thing work? Okay. So this is a copper coil just wound around and it's, it's just emitting a very subtle field. By the way, it's one thirty thousandth of what's coming out of your phone. Okay. So if people are wondering about what's going on in their body, we are, we're at the sound floor, actually, the less noise, the better at, at what, for what we're doing. And we're just basically emulating the effect of a sleep aid or a muscle relaxant or a stimulant like coffee, right? And hundreds more to come. I can't wait to talk, talk about where we're going, but that's all we're playing onto your body. And it's giving you a feel that's about this big, right? Think of like an egg that's maybe like a foot and a half tall. That's really the field 
that it's playing. So it's covering your, 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 your head, your shoulders, your neck, your chest. And that's what starts to create the effect throughout the body. We are creating new form factors, right? For a form factor, for those who don't know, is basically like another way to wear this. This is like our first iteration. And people still love it. You know, we've got 5,000 customers enjoying this right now. And we are working on a bed form factor next that people can sleep on. It's a very, very thin mattress liner that goes under their sheet that can play these signals all throughout the night. Imagine a, you know, a, a signal that puts you to bed at night, helps with digestion throughout the night, and wakes you up with your morning cup of coffee before your alarm goes off. That's kind of like our protocol. Vision. Yeah, like a protocol, right? A, a playlist, right? A playlist for going to bed, and you can do the same thing with you know aches and soreness in your lower back, and maybe that coil can play the relax signal. And there's so many things we can do. We can help with couples for blood flow and things like that with it with this technology. So the bed form factor will be a way for people instead of putting this under your pillow at night, which still works great, but it wasn't made for that. We just have thousands of people doing that because it helps them sleep. So that form factor is coming out at the end of the year. And we've, you know, we can put this technology inside of clothing and car seats and work chairs and yoga mats, work chair liners, blankets, you know, a hat. So there's a lot more that we can do with this technology. Think of us as like a, almost like Intel, where our tech can go inside of a bunch of other people. So, you know, we've been talking to Amazon and Lululemon and all these different partners who took one look at this technology and said, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is going to be huge. And so, yeah, that's, that's, I think, where the future is going. So the device itself, you mentioned to me that it's using, so yes, it's creating a field, but it's also emitting white noise. Is that right? Yeah, it's blocking out bad EMF. It's blocking out outside noise. In fact, if you, if you play it too close to like a speaker, it would give a little bit of feedback. Some people who wear AirPods, it gives a little feedback. But what it's doing is it's basically blocking out any other EMF or Bluetooth or other radiation that might be hitting you. So it's protecting, in a, in a way, it's protecting you. But it also has to do that so that it can drive the signal clearly onto the body. It's almost like if you took a microphone and you put up against the amp, right, at the concert, and it starts to give you crazy feedback. We don't want to cross signals. And so for us, we are blocking out any other EMF or noise. And we're directly just playing our very, very precise signal. So our signals have 22 million data points in them coming directly from studying the molecule in our labs. So you can watch the molecule inside of our magnetometers, which is a fancy word for like a propane tank molecule thing. <laughs> uh, and you can get the reading. We literally get the reading right off of that. And we try it. We immediately go into our placebo-controlled blinded studies, making sure everything's safe. And uh, then we can start bringing it out to the customers. So outside of, I guess, non-medical claims, can this technology be used for medical claims? Yes. Our parent company that we license this technology from okay, is called Emulate Therapeutics. They're out of Seattle. And I actually invested in them over a decade ago. Their first medical claim has been in clinicals for brain cancer. This technology, they, they, got, they got a signal that was derived from a chemo drug, and it was able to help with glioblastoma brain tumors, staving off the growth, helping with slowing it, even stopping and shrinking tumors in, in instances. And they've done over 200 people. They're in stage three of FDA. They've been going on for over a decade now in those trials, because as you can imagine, one round of a cancer trial takes three or four years. So it's a long-tailed program. They're also going into pain as we speak right now. But yeah, I mean, once you start to understand how the technology works, the opportunities are endless. 
for what we're doing. They're looking at agriculture and they're looking at, you know, pets. I think pets is a huge market for this. We have a lot of our customers who are literally wearing this with their cat or their dog next to them. And a yippie dog goes quiet and old dogs that are sore, they just relax. And people email us every day. They're like, my cat is like, falls asleep every time they're right next to me and they're super chilled out. Does this work on them? We're like, yeah, an, an animal's biology is, it mirrors human biology. And so it's the same receptor sites. So yeah, I think the parent company is the, is the company that can make the medical claims because they're going through the FDA. But mind you, those products are going to be fifty to $75,000. Okay, ours are a couple hundred bucks because we are going after general wellness. So we don't want to make a bunch of medical claims through doctors and insurance and charge you through the nose. Our goal is to get this out to hundreds of millions of people that at a click of a button can feel relaxed or feel alert or feel sleepier, things like that. So that's our model. How long has Happy been available now to the public? We launched, uh, we started shipping in October of last year. We've had people using them for two years already. And people have been using this technology since 2010 in the trials. And we've had over a million hours of playtime now, which is cool to watch. We can see top signals. We can see what people's favorite routines are. Sleepy is our top signal. So anyone out there who has trouble sleeping, this is, uh, this is the number one use that people have for it in our app. The, they wear the bedtime signal before bed, which is uh, like um, it builds up adenosine to help you get tired. And then the melatonin signal throughout the night so that they can, it's a, it's a sleep regulator, basically. So that's our top use. And then b- quickly behind that one is focus and alert for work. A lot of people keep this at their desk and they, they work with it or they do laundry or errands or, you know, during a hike or a walk, it just gives them energy. So let's talk about my personal experience because, you know, I needed to play with this for a while just to get my head around it. It's actually really simple. It's just more about me. It wasn't even believing it it worked. It was just using it and actually feeling it, right? Because I've tried so many things over the years because I just love technology in this biohacking space. I just, you know, it's just one of the things I enjoy playing with. And admittedly, I have had things where I don't notice anything really, you know? So I guess I come in not skeptical, but kind of just like, oh yeah, let's, let's see what this thing does, right? And so I started putting it on probably too short initially, probably not long enough. And then I decided to sit down, do some work and put on alert. And alert is the caffeine signature, isn't it? Coffee, yeah, it mimics a cup of coffee. Yeah, so I'm not joking. I literally felt like I had the benefits of coffee without the side effects because I went through a bit of a bulletproof coffee phase and... You know, I used to do that and caffeine in my system just does not work well for me. You know, it's just my constitution. It's a more sympathetic dominant constitution. It's already wired pretty high. You know, that creative mind. Same. I don't really, yeah, I don't really need to actually rev things up. You know, I'm already sort of going. But what I found with this was I felt like, how do I explain it? It's really hard to explain because it's not like having a coffee in the sense, because I sort of relate coffee to getting jittery because that's what that's what would happen to me. If I went downstairs and had a black coffee, I'd be a freaking mess in half an hour. Right. Right. That's just same it, same with me, by the way. My gut can't take too much coffee. Right. So, but with this, it kind of felt like I'm trying to sort of picture it in my head. I'm closing my eyes as I say this because I'm trying to like imagine how to explain this a little bit. But it feels like not the lights are on, but Yes, actually, kind of like the lights are on, but they're creating like space in my brain or something. It's the weirdest. I can't really 
articulate it really well, but it's kind of like everything just sort of opens up and switches on, which is kind of, yeah, it reminds me of caffeine without the sort of weirdness. So I was kind of shocked with that one, actually, when I first did it. I did the happy, which is the, you know, the scotch signal. <laughs> and Happy hour drink, yeah. I definitely felt, you said a flush, right? I didn't see, I didn't look at the mirror, so I don't know, but I definitely felt a warmth, like a warmth in my face. Or I felt something and that, that was quite fun. The other night I decided to, I wanted some time out just to chill out on my own because we have a newborn in the house. And I just felt like, you know what? I'm just going to watch something on my phone. I just wanted to, like it was seven o'clock at night, whole family's in bed already. And I want to just chill by my own for a second. So I started watching this show on Stan called All American, which is actually a lot of fun. And I love a good sport sort of show. But one thing with that is circadian rhythm, right? You know, if you're watching something at night, now I'm wearing blue blockers and I've got the screen turned all the way down. And I've got the, you know, the orange sort of flux on it. So I'm, I'm across all that stuff, but it's still not ideal. So I put on the CBD, which was, uh, that's, which one's? Relax. Relax. Thank you. And I had a funny situation maybe a few nights ago where on the weekends I will take CBD and I'll also have THC as well. I'll mix it in on the weekends. I enjoy that because it just gives me like a super deep rest. And during the week, I, I love using CBD oil. Love it. Um, but I don't tend to use any THC on the weekends. Uh, sorry, during the week. But I did it on the, on, the, on the weekend. And my wife woke me up at about 10 o'clock. And I was totally unaware that you know, this stuff was having such a huge impact on my body because I'm usually asleep until the morning, right? And I woke up and I was just like, oh my gosh, right? Because I'd had both of these things in my system. So I had this, I knew what it felt like to be pretty influenced by, you know, the, the, the cannabis plant. And then I put on the CBD signal a few days later when I was watching this show and I'm watching it. I'm thinking, oh, I'm actually feeling like I did when I woke up at 10 o'clock. Not as strong, but I could definitely 100% feel that signal having an impact on me. So I was watching this show, which would normally stimulate me, but I was getting super, super sleepy and tired, which would not normally happen at like, you know, 7.30, 8 o'clock at night watching TV. So, because I'm sort of, if my wife puts on TV, she'll fall asleep in three seconds, right? Or five minutes max. She just can't watch anything at night. If I put it on, I have to get to the end of the movie. That's just my personality, right? Yeah, that's the same with me. Same with me. <laughs> so, but I was shocked. I was shocked actually how I felt. Like it was so tangible. So I think the big thing for me with Happy is that there's lots of devices that do lots of different things and they're all, you know, great in their own way. And one that I've used consistently is the Apollo Neuro device. We've had the founders on this show and I love that device. But I will say that it, this Happy device is super tangible. Is that because, because you said you're not metabolizing anything, why can I actually feel it? Like, what am I actually feeling? Yeah, so when you eat or drink something, there are, you almost have to separate the effects of it of a drug and the digestive side of the drug, right? A lot of metabolization is passing it out of your body. It's almost like the conduit. It's the um, delivery mechanism that goes into your body. And then, you know, you have to process it through your liver. It has to go through your intestines and your stomach and everything, and then out the other side of the body. Well, on the way through your body, all the drugs are doing is triggering receptor sites. And when they trigger receptor sites, they change shape, they cause a cascade of offense in your body, they might trigger a hormone or a neuron, or they fire a response to the brain, or they, they cause a certain sensation. If you could bypass 
putting the thing in your body that then has to get processed to leave your body and just get the effect, that's what we're doing, okay? That is the best way to explain it because everything in your body connects through energy, connects through resonance and frequency. It's how neurons fire, it's how cells communicate. Inside your cells or DNA, inside your DNA is atoms. That's it, you're made of atoms, Nick. You're just protons, neutrons, and electrons. And these things communicate with each other in a very, very precise, systemic way. And so for us, if we can find the holy grail signal that delivers a certain response to your body at the click of a button, you get the benefits without the potential side effects, right? And a lot of drugs have a lot of harmful side effects, okay? It's how, it's how many industries make their living and profit trillions from the rest of us. And so there's a little bit of this, uh, you know, against the man feeling with our culture, just because we've seen how harmful some things can be to the whole world. But if we can give you these things to your body, these they're subtle, right? And these don't knock you out. That you know, you're not going to get laid flat, you know, crazy drunk out of your mind or something like that. That's just not what this technology does. It's actually not possible to do with their technology. But what it can do is give you these just comforting, wonderful feelings of alert, focus, sleepy, relaxed. And that's just the start, right? Because the now we're talking about playlists and blends. So in the next few months, you're going to see a, a huge like 2.0 launch of our company. Same product. You got to have the same product, but imagine having a routine for work, right? That plays a mix of different ingredients to you. Uh, a routine for emails or creativity or a massage, a counseling session, a hike, Pilates, yoga. I mean, the list just goes endless, right? If you need to get your errands done and you just want to feel better, or you're carrying a two-year-old and your lower back hurts, right? There's just so many ways that this can be used. Like you said, super easy. Just click the button and go. And you know that there's nothing bad to metabolize. And uh, I think a lot of people resonate with that. They don't understand the technology right away. But then when they hear enough people say, oh my gosh, this thing freaking works. We have a money back guarantee, by the way. So we tell people, hey, if you don't like it, we'll give you all your money back in a, in a gift card because we have other people that desperately need it because we can't make enough right now. So you know, for us, it's more about helping people feel better throughout the day, helping them understand, hey, you don't have to keep drinking and taking pills and, or smoking things, God forbid, some people are doing that. There's other opportunities for you. And, and this is sort of in the functional medicine, right? This is health and wellness at its core. If you can get something that helps your body and helps you engage in life and the people you love without any of the side effects, then it's a net win. So let's just go through the signals quickly and tell me what the signature is for each one, just so we can kind of you know package that up for the listener. They understand what each one's doing. So bedtime? Bedtime, yep. It comes from a signaling molecule, adenosine, which is it's basically, it helps you get more tired. And so people put it on while they're taking their makeup off. They put it on during a show before they go to bed they're journaling, whatever they're doing in their nighttime routine, that's when they play the bedtime signal, which leads into the deep sleep signal, right? Which is the magnetic signature of melatonin. So we got those two. Okay. And calm? Calm. It's more of a micro dose for the mind. It, it's a creativity signal. It, it helps you kind of check out. It's great for stress and creativity. There's and That one's a little bit of a concoction uh, of different signals, but predominantly it's, it's like a simple endocannabinoid trigger. Relax is the, the CBD, the magnetic signature of the CBD. Okay, so that one's great for soreness and aches and relaxation. My grandma was the first person to ever try it. 88 years old, she's 
terrible arthritis for 20 years, couldn't sleep much at all, more than a couple hours a night. I put it on her, didn't tell her anything. She didn't even know anything about the technology. I just said, grandma, this might help you. And within 20 minutes, she was like bouncing around, giving people hugs, feeling amazing. And that night she wore it before bed for an hour and she slept 11 hours. And my grandpa was like, Scotty, this is going to change the world. You got to go. And he gave us $100,000 to start it. And our family doesn't do that, man. Like I come from a long line of people who don't pass on money. They give it all away to charity and, and things like that because they don't want us to spoil the next generation. Say what you want about it, but I'm thankful. I'm glad I built the, the life I have and I'm not worried about it being somebody else's or if I'm not good enough, I don't have any of those insecurities. And it's really not about money at the end of the day anyway. It's about the people you love and the people who love you. So that's the relaxed signal. Um, we've got the happy signal which is the couple shots, you know, a glass of wine. You know, we're actually going to do a lot more flavors of that signal coming out in the next year. So stay tuned. There's going to be something for a tequila shot and something for Bacardi rum and something for a glass of wine and, you know, things you can pair with a drink if you want, right? Or do it without, but um, so that's happy. And then we have the alert and the focus. Those are the last two that are out right now. Alert is the cups of coffee, the signature of the caffeine. And then the focus signal, the root is a is like a nootropic nicotinian response, right? And so a lot of people think of nicotine, they think of like cigarettes. That's not what it is. What we're talking about is more the nootropic side of, of this, this compound. So it fires neurons and helps you with memory. It helps you with focus. It helps you kind of be in, in the moment. Alert is for energy. And like you said, it kind of opens you up, opens the eyes, gets you ready to go like coffee would. But this is much more like if you need to do like a list and you want to be super productive or you have a big sales meeting, like this is the, that's the signal that everybody uses for that. So between the, you know, nine and nine to five, that focus signal is firing uh, amongst our members across the world. So those are the ones we have now. And then we have a ton of different, see, this is just one signal each, but we are in the fall going to be launching an entire portfolio of blends and routines and partnering with big names. You know, I've got meetings with Dr. Gundry and Dr. Drew, the addiction uh, specialist, and, you know, Dr. Gundry's the gut health specialist and the number one hair regrowth specialist in America. All these people, you know, Jim Quick, the brain coach to all the stars, and, you know, you know, Dave Asprey and Ben Greenfield and that crew. But they each want to, they each have a specific way to use our technology and they want to launch their own blend to their audience. So that's what a lot, that's a lot of the future for us. Think of it like a catalog that you can choose from pairing it with any drink or coffee or, you know, something throughout the day, an activity you want to do. We'll just create the routine that goes along with you. So it makes me think then the different applications. So one thing I love using, I use every single day is essential oils, right? So, and I've just ordered a whole bunch of different oils from different companies around the world to try and like build out my stash so I can start blending even more specific things. I just love it, right? Because one of the most powerful blends I've got into is a vagus nerve blend, which is just simply clove oil and lime oil, right? Which you put on the mastoid bone behind your ear before you eat or go to bed or whatever, right? Because the vagus nerve is something which I've never, I haven't really gone into that much detail with the vagus nerve, but I find it super fascinating and I want to do some podcasts on that. But essential oils, surely that would be a signature that could be programmed, right? Because they have, I'm assuming it, are they a similar effect on the body to non-covalent drugs? Yeah, that's a great comment because there, there are a lot of any stimulant, hormone, suppressant 
those are all non-covalent. Well, predominantly, all of them are non-covalent, which we can imitate. If it's a covalent bond, like vitamins, food, you can't you can't re- replace food with a signal. Okay, you still need to eat. You still need to take you know get in micronutrients and trace minerals and make sure you have enough protein, carbs, and fats in your body to survive. Right? That's that's different. A lot of that stuff is covalent. All of it is. But essential oils is this interesting middle ground where some of the oils are covalent, right? They're giving you certain trace minerals into your body, right? Whether you're absorbing it through your skin or you're putting it into your body. Some people just drink a couple drops of, like if you're getting sick, you do the peppermint, you know, oil. And what's the other one that I was given the other day? Uh, I, I'm blanking. It'll come to me, but it tastes terrible. <laughs> it tastes, you don't want to taste it. It tastes like gasoline, but it's supposed to, you know, stave off any cold, you know, at the outset. But there are another huge chunk, uh, I'd say two thirds of essential oils, they have ingredients that are stimulants and suppressants and chamomiles and different oils that are extracted from different snidium plants and, and what that those are non-covalent because they're triggering a stimulant in the body, a suppressant in the body, which is a huge category of oils and that, or a hormone, right? They can trigger that. And so, yeah, I think we could see, I could see partnerships with essential oil companies where when you put this on, play this too, right? Play this blend. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want to do a Nick and Melissa blend, let's do the uh, Vegas nerve. <laughs> because I'd love it. It seems pretty straightforward because I mean, I'd have to look into, or oh, you guys maybe, but in terms of lime and clove, how they actually affect the body. But one of the reasons I love that particular blend and anyone listening, you can just get say 10 drops of clove and maybe 20, 25 drops of lime, put in some fractionated coconut oil, have a little roller. And every time you go to have a meal, just put a little bit behind your ears and rub it in or before bed. And it's a really powerful vagus nerve stimulator, which the vagus nerve you want to stimulate. It's one of the things you want to stimulate. Yes. It causes a parasympathetic response, which basically makes you feel safe. It is a familiar signal, family signal. It it makes people feel safe and it makes them feel calm. In fact, the Apollo that you mentioned earlier, that's all Apollo is, is it triggers the vagus nerve. It's a, it's a little buzzing, you know, it's, it's a little haptic feedback chip that all it does is go and it sends a response to trigger the vagus nerve to make you feel safe and calm. So that's, that's Apollo. And it's interesting because I think I mentioned to you that the Polo is one of the few devices I've consistently worn. I think I've been wearing it now for a year and I wear it every single day, pretty much all day and into into the evenings. And I've got up my, I, my wife is not as into biohacking as I am. Like she loves it and she's fascinated by it, but I'm often the one strapping the Apollo onto her ankle at night and turning it on for her. And like, cause I know she's a new mom and she needs that parasympathetic state as much as possible. So for me, parasympathetic is a huge thing because I would say, well, aren't we all running in sympathetic way too much? And how can happy, which signal would be the best one for bringing us into parasympathetic? Many of them actually. Relax is huge for that. Relax and calm are probably the top two that people use for that. But even the, the sleep signals, the sleep signals actually, you know, it's like the mind melter is what people kind of nickname it because they're like, I put it on and things just sort of melt away and I'm not worried, I feel safer and I'm ready to sleep. So those, you know, most certain suppressants will do that for you. But I'd say, yeah, calm, relax and the deep sleep are the main responders. So obviously when you have a signal called sleep, you think, oh, I'll put it on when I'm sleeping, right? But if you're feeling stressed, could you not just put that on during the day? 
Yeah. We have people that wear it for naps at 2 p.m. A lot of people do that, like a quick 20-minute nap. This almost like turns them off and turns them back on again. I bet you Ben Greenfield's one of those people, is he? He is. He is using this. He is a power user. I will I will <laughs> give him that. He loves this. And he, you know, his audience really loved it. His wife, he had a hilarious story. He gave his wife the signal, the happy hour drink signal. And he posted this story on Instagram that I didn't even know about. Someone screenshot it and sent it to me that it was this hilarious story about his wife. <laughs> Five minutes after she played the signal, she was like giggling and loopy. And like, he said it was one of the most fun nights they've had in years. Really? <laughs> All because of clicking play. Yeah. And I've seen it so many times. It's amazing. Some signals, people super respond. Some some signals, they take a few tries, right? Because there is a 10-day training process. Some people get it right away, right? But like you said earlier, you know, if you only do it for a couple minutes, like you, you got to build the entrainment because your brain has to start to recognize yeah. what's going on. And so do the 10 days, half an hour a day for 10 days, and then you're set. But yeah, we've seen it a ton of times. I want to shift gears into some rapid fire questions. But before I do that, you have put together an offer for the audience. Can you talk us through that? Because And they can get this at happy.com forward slash Melissa. And that's H-A-P, P for Peter, B double E. So HAP, B, just to make sure we've got that spelling right. Forward slash Melissa, what is the offer you've put together? Because your mission, I know your big idea is to get this into as many hands as possible. And this is actually pretty generous. I was surprised when you told us what this offer was. Yeah, it's a, it's a couple hundred bucks to get the product, two ninety nine, and we're giving you that as the discount. It's the top discount on the internet. So our normal prices are three seventy nine for the starter kit, which comes with you can have a signal for life, right? So you don't have to be a member, but people who become members get all the signals unlimited for nineteen dollars a month. And then if you don't want to pay the nineteen dollars a month, you can pay the lifetime, which is a few hundred dollars more. We charge a thousand dollars for that one, but we're giving everybody two hundred dollars off. In your audience. So $7.99, you'll never have to pay a membership. You get everything unlimited for all of our blends and routines and everything coming out. So we have half and half, just to be fully transparent. Half the people want the lower one, half the people want the higher one. Some people just want to use one signal forever, don't need a membership kind of a thing. But yeah, those are our two prices. And we'll keep that for your audience on this link so that regardless of whatever happens to the website, sometimes there's discounts, sometimes it's normal. We'll make sure that that discount stays for, for your audience. Mm, that's amazing. And they can always start with a lower package if they want and try it. And if they're, you know, frothing on it like I am, then upgrade, right? That's that's right. Yep. And then, you know, in the future, we're going to change up some too. Like you could do a la carte. You could just buy one signal. Like we'll, we're going to have a ton of optionality because that's what people want. And so that's coming out, you know, again in the fall. But yeah, it's a 30-day money-back guarantee. We have coaches that help you with onboarding if you need. But again, you just take out the package and you link it, pair it to the app, and then you just play. Turn it on, play within. Our goal was, can you start to feel the way you want to feel in five seconds? That was kind of the, the tag. Like, what if three years ago, two and a half years ago, what if you could start feeling the way you want to feel in five seconds? You don't have to pay for anything, go buy a drink, go to the Starbucks, whatever. And that's what you can do now. So you just click power on app turns on, it auto connects and you click play. And then you can just turn your app, you can turn your phone off because the signals are here. They can just play for as long as you told it to up to eight hours, 15 minutes, two hours, whatever you want to. It just says go like a remote. And then you can just leave your phone, do whatever you want. And you're off to your life. I love that it doesn't addict people to a screen. I love that. Just like your podcast, people can watch it if they want to, or they can go do, you know, 
I like listening to the podcast while I'm doing like a workout, right? I'll throw it up, do a workout. I'll throw it up, do housework around the house, you know, fold laundry, whatever it is during, during car rides. I love technology that can help people engage in their life and have more mental wellness and physical wellness without being addicted to a screen. If you can, if you can do that, it's a net win for society. Mm, I agree. One thing I noticed about you, Scott, is that when you meet someone who has found something that really excites them and drives them, it's really obvious, right? And there's been lots of things over the years which I've got excited about. But for me, I have to kind of try not to do things because my ultimate mission is my music, right? So I'm, I'm always trying to like filter out, okay, Nick, don't, don't get involved in that company. Don't invest in that. Just stay in your lane, do your music. Cause that's ultimately what makes me most excited is music. And I don't want to take away from that too much, but my entrepreneurial brain, like I've, I've produced film. I've done a whole bunch of different things. Right. But when I speak to you, I see someone who has a lot of purpose, right? Which is beautiful. You can tell in the way you speak, it's not hard for you to do this interview, right? Because you just want to share something you're passionate about, right? It's not work, right? For someone who's listening who hasn't got that, they don't have that thing in their life which lights them up like this lights you up. What would you say to them in trying to get them back on track to find that thing, to, to live the life that you've created for yourself? That's a great question. So my, this is what we teach kids all over the planet. A lot of people worry about this thing called a calling. Like, oh, what was I brought to this world to do? What's my calling? And then if they, then they, then most people just feel like they missed it, you know? And then they're like, oh, damn it. The truth of the matter is, I don't think I believe in that idea. And I'm a man of faith. I believe in God and, and Jesus. And I, but I don't think that life is supposed to be like, you have one person for you or you screwed up or you have one thing that you're supposed to do and you screwed up. I think there's free will for a reason. And, the, the way that we teach kids is we call it the sweet spot. And it's the mixture of three things. What are you really, really good at? That's the first one. Like, what do you, what does everyone around you like? Oh my gosh, you are so good. Like you have, Nick, you have a smooth jazz radio DJ voice and you are, you're kind and you are a hell of a singer. You're very, very good at it. But you also, it also has to be something that you love because some people are really good at things that they hate doing. And some people love things that they suck at, okay? So you have to be very good at it and you have to love it. And then the third thing is, does it meet a need in the world, okay? And if it meets a deep need or a pain point or people are desperate to hear what you have or they're desperate to get what you want to build or, you know, the code you're building or, or the, the, the first grade class you're teaching or the, the students that you're, you know, your fitness classes, like whatever, it doesn't matter what it is, it's meeting a need in the world. And if you can find the intersection of those three things, like a triangle, right? The center point of that is, is the sweet spot. And that's it. It's as simple as that. Because if you're just waking up doing things that you're good at and you love and are meeting and serving other people, you'll never look at a clock. You'll never worry about time. You'll be in flow. And I think that is what passion really drives out of. And so that's my advice. Go talk to the five people that love you the most, that are closest to you and ask them, what do you see as my world-class gift? What's my unique ability? What am I better at than everybody else? And it's not even, it's effortless. And then, you know, examine it yourself. What do you love to do? Are you a writer? Are you a painter? Are you a thinker? Are you a builder? 
Do you take apart clocks? <laughs> Do you buy things just so you can take them apart? Okay, that, that'll teach you what you love. And then what are the needs in the world? Because once you really get down to what you love and what you're good at, then you can start to see how it can apply to a huge need in the world. And that's the why for a lot of people. The, you know, Simon Sinek is a friend and he basically says, the why trumps the what in anyone's job, in any business you'll ever have. So to figure out your why and figure out why you want to help people and what you want to do to help them and serve them. And you can have anything you want in life as long as you help enough other people get what they want. So that's my advice that I give to kids that are trying to figure out what to do. And it doesn't hurt to try things, right? All this means nothing unless you try something. So don't think about failure. There's no such thing as failure. There's, there's winning and there's learning. There's no lose. You just try stuff. So there, that's my advice. So it's interesting because when you do have your, it could be one thing or multiple things that you love. For me, obviously music. And I do love entrepreneurial stuff. There's a lot of things I do enjoy, but I keep trying to come back to music. Because for me, music is the thing where if I don't pursue it to my fullest ability, I do feel like I've kind of missed a bit because I know that it's my thing. It's my talent. It's, my, it's the thing that I, it's a gift I was given. It doesn't mean once you have something that you love, 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 it doesn't always mean it's easy though, right? Because sometimes I sit down and it doesn't flow or there's an element of what you're doing that's not as enjoyable as other elements. So if I sit down and I just play piano and I sing and I write music and I kind of just sing gibberish, because that's how I, like I just work in sound and melody. I don't think of lyrics so much. Occasionally a lyric for a hook point or a chorus might come and that's great. But one of the things I don't actually really enjoy that much is writing lyrics, right? Now, I have, I've written all the lyrics for all my music, and I don't know if they're particularly great. I don't know. I just, you know, I don't love it. So I've, now I'm starting to collaborate with other songwriters to actually write the lyrics with me to make that process a bit more, to, to, to remove the obstacle. It became an obstacle for me because I'm like, I can pump out songs, but I can't pump out lyrics. So there's like this mismatch. So I'm just curious... What do you think about, because we spoke about before, it's not work, it's fun, but that doesn't mean it's always easy, right? Yeah, no, a couple thoughts there. It's never easy, but you know it's what you're supposed to be doing when you're doing it, right? In fact, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm created on this earth to do two things, serve a billion people as one of the best husbands, fathers, and entrepreneurs on the planet, and then give a billion dollars. Those are my two simple missions in life, and it is not easy. But I know that it's my world-class talent and I know it's the greatest gift to others and I, and I love doing it. That does not mean it's easy. In fact, there's a lot of days where it's very hard. But again, it comes back to that why. So yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Flow time is flow time because you lose all track of anything else because you're so into something. But any, any good thing is hard. It's going to be hard to do. But at the same time, I would say out, uh, a good friend of mine, Joe Polish, He's one of the best marketers on the planet. He's one of my investors for Happy as well. And he coined this phrase, outsource everything but genius. And I think it's a brilliant mindset because you may, you know, music is definitely, I can hear it in your voice. It's one of your passions, but it might not be songwriting. It might be the music, right? It might be scores. It might be this, the, the playing of the music, right? Like outsource everything but genius. Are you, you know, are you the world's best sound guy? Maybe you need to bring in somebody there. Do you know how to market your lyrics all over the world so that more people can hear it? Maybe you got to partner with the right person there. So the idea is 
you might like a bunch of things, but what is your genius? What is your unique ability? And, and go deep into just that and then outsource everything else. And I think that's a great business, incredible business advice because a lot of people get stuck in entrepreneurship when they're trying to do everything themselves. They're wearing 10 hats. They think they don't have enough money to bring somebody else in. What I've found is that bringing in a partner or paying money for an employee or hiring somebody is not an expense. It's an investment. And if you think of people as investments, not as expenses, it changes the entire way that you can help them and love them and be and work with them. And so how can you in your life outsource everything but genius? Because what, what I've found is when those people that come in, we find the right person who's world-class at that, they make my life 10 times better, easier, more successful. They give me more free time. It's, that is, I think, the key to life is, is finding the who that can fix the hows in your life. And so I'm, I love that you're collaborating with songwriters because I think it might free you up to do so much more of, of the things that you love and still write if you want to, right? Like, I don't think you should stop, but maybe you can collaborate too. Sure. Like I have a song at the moment I'm working on called We Belong and the chorus is so obvious. It's like, I've got the lyrics for the chorus, but the rest of the song, I've got the whole melody, I've got everything, but I just cannot <laughs> seem to write it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's get someone world-class. And this person is world-class. You know, they won, they won Songland on Foxtel. They're a really good songwriter, right? And it reminds me of Richard Branson. Richard Branson, you know, obviously works a lot from Necker Island. His major tool is a tiny little notepad that he's always got in his top pocket with a pen. And that's what he works with, right? And what he does is he has well, over three or 400 companies, but every single company has the best person in class. And I think that's, you know, that sort of reminds me of what you just said. I want to switch into some rapid fire and then we can release you into the world. <laughs> What's your definition of success? And what do you attribute your success to? Well, it does come back to the sweet spot. But I think success at the end of the day, you'll die with nothing but the people you love and who love you. And I think that that's, that's really success to me at the end of the day. If I was to work 80 hours a week, like I have been doing a lot of times for the last 15 years, but if I put that, if I sacrifice my marriage or my family or my kids or my health or my closest friendships, and I put all those on the back burner for some other crazy thing, that thing would never be as good as those things. So for me, success is, is the people that you love and the people that love you at the end of the day. I think that's a life well lived. It, it doesn't get any simpler than that, man. If you, you can have anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. And what that really means is live a life of service and care. That's so much better than a lot of money anyway. I mean, if the happiness hypothesis is one of my favorite books talking about, you know, after 70 grand on average, people's happiness quotient per dollar made goes way down almost to flat curve. And in fact, after a certain amount of money, it goes, the happiness level goes down because you have so much responsibility and worries with it. It's almost like you're trying to protect something instead of just living your life. And so I, I don't, I really don't think money has much to do with success, but money can help a lot of people. So that's why in my mind, it's like, you know, I just want to be living a generous life and help the people that need it. Yeah, we often say, my wife and I often say that we all have the same purpose in life. You know, we all have different ways that we can do that, but our purpose is to be of service. And, you know, we can all, we've all got our own unique abilities and talents and skills and zones of genius that allow us to serve in some way. But ultimately, when you do find something that, that has you serving in some capacity, it's, 
you know, is so much more fulfilling. What's bringing you the most joy right now? We just, uh, we're up here in the mountains of Colorado the last few days, which which is kind of crazy. I'm in this random room with internet, but being with the kids and hiking, and we had a couple of our closest friends come with us for a few days and their little kids. I got three kids under five, so you better believe I'm using the sleepy signal. <laughs> but being with them and being with the kids and hiking and just hanging out after they go to bed, like that, there's nothing more fun than that. Some of your dearest friends, and I think that's what probably gives me the most joy is watching the kids develop and hanging out with some of our closest friends. Yeah, I love it. Mm, beautiful. This past few days, I've been doing a rock climbing certification with my son. I've got a 15 year old son and a newborn. So I've got like 15 years in between. And Leo and I, we're very, very similar. We're really similar humans. We look similar. We love similar things, which is amazing. It's beautiful, right? He's kind of, I feel like he's Nick 2.0. Like he's just so much more talented and humble and beautiful. <laughs> like he's just, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> he's amazing. He blows That's me. every parent's dream, by the way. Yeah, true. It is. And, you know, I feel super blessed with him. But we've been doing rock climbing certification and, and we had to do part of it was a rescue component. And <laughs> I put it on Instagram the other day, actually, but the instructor took us up this mountain. It was 250 meter elevation, which you're getting, uh, what is that, 800 feet or something. And <laughs> we had to rig our own devices and literally like on your chest, go to the edge of the cliff, hook onto this safety bolt, step over the cliff, rig up all the lines yourself. And then basically top belay, which is where you let someone down, kind of like abseiling. Well, top belaying, you're actually climbing on the way up, but you can let them down as well. Anyway, that's technical stuff. But I had to stand there with this new device I'd never really used before and didn't feel comfortable with and let my son over the edge off all my own rigging. Like it was so much trust. And the look in his face, he was so, he was really just shitting himself really, but so was I. But, um, <laughs> but having those moments, right, with your children, you can't buy that stuff. You can't. And if I, if I was so focused on something, building something to be successful, to have money, that I didn't take the time to do that. Like, yes, that was a music writing, songwriting day. I actually have an accountability coach, right? I pay someone every week to keep me accountable because I just find that all of us, to some extent, need some sort of coaching, right? There's always someone who can help us get to the next level. I was just sharing that story because it reminded me of how precious those moments are in nature, being with family. To me, that is success and having a life that allows you to do that, right? And that brings me a lot of joy. All right, what's one thing you're working on right now that you would like to improve within yourself? I'm doing counseling right now because as you can imagine, running five businesses with 500 people is a lot. And I've been doing some deep counseling work with a coach who's helping me connect with the vulnerable parts of myself. That's what I want to work on most. I think sometimes, and I've fallen prey to this, entrepreneurs get into this objective results-driven go, 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 and everyone's pulling at you. And it's just like nonstop crazy. And it can drain you and it can make you feel alone. And it can shut off those parts of you that really need to feel, feel scared, feel joy, feel insecure and feel worried and feel alone and feel like these are parts of everybody that need to be engaged with. And you need to, you know, you can't just think that life is all rainbows all the time and fake it. And like, it's good to have an optimistic mindset. Absolutely. I have an optimistic mindset, 
But at the same time, like you need to be able to let out how you're feeling and check in with yourself. How am I doing? And if you separate the hard driving self with the internal vulnerable self, you separate them enough and you become what's called a narcissist, where you have no connection to empathy and emotion and your inside feelings. And some of the world's best people and some of the world's worst people in history were all narcissists. And I don't want to be one. And so for me, you know, one of the biggest things I'm working on right now is just checking in with my heart, checking in with how I'm doing throughout the day, feeling different feelings. If I'm worried about something, I can let it out. If I'm scared, if there's loneliness or even frustration or anger, like these things need to be let out instead of just crammed down forever. And so that would be the thing with me that I'm working on. And I'm, I'm glad you said that because I found myself at different stages in my life when I've been on that very type A, you know, got to get to this point sort of trajectory. One of those times was producing a feature film. We'd raised, me and my, a friend of mine, a business partner raised seven and a half million dollars to make a feature film about meditation, which is now out called The Portal. And during that whole process, admittedly, I was an arsehole. I was a jerk, right? Because I was so focused on getting this thing done, getting out to the world. And it was very, very heady, you know, like raising funds and, you know, your brain hurts in these situations. And I, I did lose empathy, compassion. I lost some of those things and I caused people pain, you know, who worked with me for me, including my family. It's one of those times in my life where I really had to dig deep to get myself out of those just behaviors. Like I don't even know at heart, I'm a really generous, soft natured person, but I got myself into not such a great place. Now, I did heaps of work over the years and pulled myself out of that sort of mentality. One thing I found really interesting outside of meditation and all the different things that you know are super powerful to do daily, plant medicine was one thing that surprisingly cracked me open the fastest, the quickest. And I was really surprised with that. I've never really been interested in, in doing plant medicine. All of a sudden it was presented and I went down that path for a little while and I didn't tell my wife about it. I didn't even tell her I was doing it because I wanted to have the experience and integrate the lessons myself. And after about three or four sessions of plant medicine, my wife was like, what, what are you doing? Like, what is going on? Because I like this, Nick. Like, I really like this version of Nick. Then we started, I started sharing what I've been doing. And, and what it did is it cracked me open and softened me and made me so much more. I, I was operating from love, from compassion, from empathy. And I'm not saying people have to do plant medicine at all. You do not have to do plant medicine. It was just a tool that I used to crack me open. So I wanted to honor that within you because it's not always easy for men to, to look at that stuff, you know? And I think a lot of times you're exactly right. A lot of times men specifically think that it's antithetical to success. I think in order to succeed, you have to be all competitions, all heart, all drive, forget the emotion you know, put your emotions aside and just drive like a machine. And I think that that, that might work for a little sprint, but you know, life is, a, is a, a series of marathons and it's a long life and you don't want to have scorched earth in your, in your past and become a narcissist. And I, I feel like this idea of self-help is like self-care is not selfish. It's probably the best thing someone could really let sink in. Like if you're your best self, and you, like you said, if you, if you can bring out love and be a better version of yourself, it's going to help everybody around you, right? And hurt people, hurt people. So the best thing you can do is, is care for yourself and check in with yourself and make sure that you're doing okay. 
and that you're healing in the ways you need to heal. I mean, I did an incredible week of meditation in January at Dave Asprey's 40 Years of Zen program. And it was up in Seattle. It was literally like 80, 70 hours, I think, of brain work throughout the week. We were in these like pods doing trauma work and for deep forgiveness. That's a lot of it. It was just deep forgiveness of all the random people who stole a million dollars from me or somebody who like, you know, hurt me and, you know, kicked me off of the team because I was too fat as a 14 year old or, you know, whatever. Like all that stuff just sinks down deep until you forgive yourself and you forgive them and you truly move through to love. My entire life has changed from that that week. I mean, it's significantly different just in the last six months. So yeah, that's the best advice that probably you and I could give people is care about yourself, please. I know I said rapid fire, so now I'm actually going to do rapid fire questions. (laughs) Let's pretend you have a magic wand and you can put one, one book in the curriculum in every high school around the world. What book do you choose? Well, besides the Bible, because I think the Bible is an incredible piece of literature for the world, despite some of the crazy things in it, I think it's the best story of love. Jesus is the best story of love ever told. Well, okay, the Bible, it's a great one. But if I, was, if I were going to add one on top of it, there's an incredible book by Keith Cunningham called The Road Less Stupid. And he is like, he's the goat of like personal development and coaching. Like he's this old Southern guy who's been made and lost hundreds of millions of dollars. Like he's been through everything. He wrote this amazing book about how to think. And it's called The Road Less Stupid. And it's just about, it's, caused, it's, it's called Thinking Time how to ask yourself the right questions to get forward in life. And it's just a brilliant book. Every, every chapter is very simple. It's a few pages long. And it talks about, if you're in this situation, here are the best questions you can ask yourself. And sit and think and write. And I think it's the best, best business book I've ever read. And I, I think a lot of kids would benefit from, from that as well. I love that. Let's talk about how your day looks in 30 seconds or less. How, what's your morning routine like? How does that look? Up at, depends on how many times the one-year-old gets up, but trying to get up between, you know, six and seven. I usually skip breakfast, but I'll do just morning supplements and a protein shake and a CrossFit workout and some quiet time, journaling, devotion, prayer, and then off to meetings and work. Usually if it's a work week, if not, I'm devoted to the family on the weekends as much as humanly possible. And then that's my morning routine. And then the days can go long. The days can be, I try to have something called, this is very valuable, free focus and buffer days where you're bulking your days. So one day, if it's a buffer day, it's all tasks and emails and check-ins and planning and training. A focus day is a day where you're focusing on like the main things in your business that drive value because that breeds momentum. So like marketing calls and partnership calls and sales calls and helping with growth and just focusing one day, it keeps you from feeling guilty the other days as a business owner not to do those things. And so you want to just focus that day. And then a free day is no thinking about anything business. It's just fun, family, checkout. And you need to have all those days. A lot of people do way too many buffer and mix of buffer and focus days and no real free days. That's what happens to a lot of entrepreneurs and they just get burnt out doing that. They always feel like they're failing, always feel like they haven't done enough. My thing is I write three things every day I'm going to do. You're one of the three things today. And as long as I do those three things, then at the end of the day, I'm looking back and I'm, I'm a success. I can't believe I did it. What an awesome day. I'm so grateful. Can't wait for tomorrow. That, that kind of mindset is what is, I think, what the best entrepreneurs have. Mm, very similar to how I, yeah, I operate that way too. What's one 
What's the most important thing we can do for our health? There's a million things that come to mind, and I don't want to selfishly plug happy. But I think if people can, he who has his health has a, has a thousand dreams, but he who does not have his health has only one, and it's his health. And so I would say, if you can prioritize your health, right? Uh, and, I, and when I say health, I mean sleep, exercise, close community and family and friends that you love dearly, meditation, and laughter, right? Like that's like the core for me uh, with, with nutrition. I think I might've said meditation instead of nutrition, but anyway, those, those are kind of like the five that I have in my chart that I'm always checking in on. But yeah, you have to prioritize your health because it's about your health span. Like I don't care about lifespan because I don't want to be in a wheelchair for 30 years. It's about your health span. Like how long can you live vibrant and excited about for life and mobile? And so there you go. That's my advice. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. What's one most important thing we can do for our wealth? Learn delayed gratification. That's what I would say. They did a huge study in the 70s where they gave a bunch of kids a marshmallow. And then they said, if you can sit here for 30 minutes, and these are like five-year-olds, 10-year-olds, if you can sit here for 30 minutes and not eat that marshmallow, I'm going to come back and give you a whole nother marshmallow and you can eat both of them. And then they tracked those kids for 20 years, thousands of kids. And it was amazing. The kids who ate the marshmallow and the kids who didn't, completely different in their socioeconomic ladder, addiction, alcoholism, teen pregnancy, dropout rates, unbelievable. So we, t- we teach us all the time, learn delayed gratification, sacrificing something today for something greater tomorrow. That's compounding interest. That's value creation. That's holding out for the right person. That's, <laughs> there's a lot of things that delayed gratification can, can get you if you want to build wealth. Now, you need to balance that because sometimes doing nothing and enjoying nothing because you think you're going to save it all until death isn't good either. If you want to build wealth, you need to learn delayed gratification. But if you want to understand like what's important in life, it's not always delayed gratification. Maybe it's spending money on a family trip, right? Maybe it's spending money on that thing that can bring these people together or help your kids out or something for your wife that takes pressure off of her or, you know, like be wise with how to invest what you have. But there you go. Sorry for the rap. Keep going, rapid fire. (laughs) No, this information is amazing. What's the most important thing we can do for our love? Love is a great feeling, but I've never met anybody who's like 24-7 fully in love and never has to work at it. So I do think love is a choice. I, I feel like the more you pursue, the more that love comes from it. So like with a spouse or a significant other or partner, pursue them and date them and care for them and show them love. Pursue, just keep at it. And the rewards are unbelievable. It's like pushing a boulder down a hill. I've never thought of it that way, pursuing. Yeah, it's super interesting. I might um, shift some things in my life just to, to tweak it that way. That's nice. And finally, last question. What is one thing that myself, all the listeners can do to serve you today? Oh, wow. Well, I, I had a joy. I, this was a ton of fun, man. Yeah, I mean, I would love for people to try happy. You know, if you guys want to grab one, go to the link. We'll give you your money back if you don't like it, but we'd love to have you join us on this journey. It's a crazy journey, but right now it's a bunch of first movers and people who want to take control of their life. And um, yeah, we'd be honored if you guys joined us on this trip. And if you want your kids to uh, be a part of the My First Sale app, just email us at info at myfirstsale.com. We'll put you on the list and 
that's it. Thanks for helping me. Or uh, I have a very private social media. We have a, a at get happy, by the way, you can go to get happy on Instagram, or you can follow me the Scott Donald, but it's mostly just pictures of my kids and goofy things that have nothing to do with business. So <laughs> either one. <laughs> That's good. That's good. No, look, it's been amazing. This has been a really focused, but also a broad chat because I wanted to drill into you, you know, because I, I found our chat last week really interesting because I realized there was a man who, yes, you're doing some cool things, but there's so much more behind all that. And I think we touched on some really helpful, resourceful, tangible things outside of happy today but also happy itself is an amazing tool that comes from service and i wanted to acknowledge that within you and say thank you for joining us on the show it's been a lot of fun and i'm looking forward to continuing this relationship been an honor and a lot of fun thank you very much and thanks to your audience too for listening i hope it was helpful thank you mate don't forget to head to comparisonitis.com to get your copy of my latest book and all the free goodies that go with it I cannot wait for you to read it and to hear what you think. Wow. How interesting was that? That was so fascinating, right? The whole thing about the covalent and the non-covalent bonds in drugs, how they work, how they influence the body, how the technology influences the body. I just found that super fascinating. And of course, if we can find ways to support the body without having to resort to pharmaceuticals, amazing. It's a win-win, right? Anything that can help us improve our mental health, our mental state is incredible, right? It's incredible. And since this interview, I have actually been doing more and more happy. Like I use it every single day. Again, I tested last night the, I think, sleepy signal. And (laughs) it was bizarre because it generally takes me a little while to get sleepy, right? Melissa, she's out straight away. But me, it takes me a bit longer. I've got that sort of really buzzy, creative mind, always thinking of things to do and to build and write music and it's crazy. My toes are always tapping. I'm always playing drum beats with my teeth and my toes and playing saxophone with my fingers. It's, you know, a blessing and a curse. So sometimes it takes me a little while to wind down. But when I put this sleepy signal on, it's crazy. Like it's literally kind of crazy. So we have managed to put together that really cool offer with Happy. Go to happy.com forward slash Melissa. That's H-A-P for Peter, B-E-E, happy.com forward slash Melissa. And you can get access to that amazing offer we spoke about. That's $200 off the lifetime membership to all signals now and in the future and $80 off the device. It's a goodie, guys. It's definitely worth checking out if you have the cash flow for that thing right now and you're really interested in playing around with some of these things. I highly encourage you to check it out. So I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please do Melissa a favor, subscribe to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. And if you can leave a review on Apple or your favorite podcast platform, that would be amazing because every time you leave a review or a rating, it basically tells the fancy pants algorithms out there that this show is cool and people should check it out, which is really important because this show is cool. And it's got amazing information, right? And Melissa's so committed to getting the best people in the world and sharing their amazing wisdom with you. Don't forget to head to Instagram and follow Melissa at Melissa Ambrosini. You can also come and follow me at I am Nick Broadhurst. And if you did enjoy this episode, I have my own podcast. It is called The Nick Broadhurst Show. How about that? Super original. But the information in there is super cool and very much in line with what you hear in Melissa Ambrosini's show. 
It's a solo cast. It's very much my own personal life experience, but I go deep, deep, deep into lots of different topics around Ayurveda and relationships and sex and money and creativity, productivity, everything that makes your life better. So go and check that out, The Nick Broadhurst Show. I'd be super grateful. And don't forget today to look up, see the beauty around you, see the beauty within you. Be gentle with yourself, be kind to others and gentle to others. And above all, have a beautiful day. I love you heaps. Mwah.